Hello, I am back and how are you doing on today? I pray that all is well with you, your family and your household. I am back to continue this series out of the workbook, Fearless Warrior. And the name of today's lesson is Depression Must Flee. In order to be a fearless warrior, depression must flee. Let's dive in. Depression must flee because I commanded to go in the mighty name of Jesus. What are you speaking? Better yet, what are you commanding in your life? You have dominion over that situation, whatever it is. I tell you the truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on the earth will be permitted in heaven. Talking about binding and loosening, binding to tie up where it loses its strength and it has no power. You have the authority, the power within your mouth to bind and loose what goes on in your life. Stop giving the enemy and people access to places in your life that they have no authority to retrieve. Stop allowing the enemy and the people access to your lives that they have no authority to retrieve or to take from you. We give it to them. Let's stop it today. The enemy has to cough up everything that belongs to you. He can't take it from you. So why do you allow him to think he can? He has to give it back. He's been holding it, but he's got to give it back. When you tell him to give it back, you got the power, authority, and dominion. But I believe that confidence plays a part because you must be confident to do what God has called you to do. Now, I am speaking to believers. Believers, we have the authority, the power, and dominion within us, in our mouths, to do what God has called us to do. We have to speak to those situations. Speak to those situations that are not as though they were. Depression kills your confidence because you believe the lies of the enemy. I have been there, I am telling you, many, many years ago. No confidence, no boldness, not walking in authority, not walking in power, but it takes God's word to uproot all of the lies that we believe. It took God's word to uproot all of the lies that I continue to believe for years about myself. It start out as something simple that turns into something big, such as overeating, not eating enough, isolation, emotional, psychological, disorder, insomnia, extreme sadness, and many other things. Now, there are a lot of people who are in a depressed state right now. With the way things are going on in this world, maybe you find yourself in that place today. Maybe you know someone who is depressed. 
And depression is not exempt by age. We have young people that are depressed. We have middle-aged people that are depressed, old people that are depressed. But the young people, they feel like their life is over. Uh, there's no use in living. And we find that in all of these age groups, people commit suicide because they are depressed, because they believe the lies of the enemy. They believe things will not get better when it's only a temporary experience that they are living it. They have lost hope, but it will get better as we ground ourselves in God's word. I have personally been touched by depression, denial, fear, being anxious. You know, many, many years ago, I found myself in this place. You know, we lie to ourselves when we don't expose our truth, acknowledge our truth. You know, we go through the motions. Oh, I'm okay. Everything's all right. Knowing full well that there's a war going on on the inside of us that we don't deal with. We have to stop denying our truth, deny our emotions and feelings, and we have to confront them and deal with them. Depression is real, and more people deal with it than they care to admit it. I believe for this reason, it is easier to say nothing is wrong than rather to admit you are dealing with a situation. That's how we lie to ourselves. I'm good. I'm okay. I'll be all right. You know, yeah, you will be all right in time prayerfully. But there's nothing wrong with telling someone, you know what, sis? I got a situation going on and I need to talk to someone. I need to be real. Can I just be honest with you, share my heart with you? So many of us go through life uh, with the mask on, parading around as if I got it all together. I'm good. But let's share our hearts today. Find someone in your life that you trust to be real, to be honest, and stop lying to yourself and lying to others. I suppose it's because you feel vulnerable once you admit you have an issue. But we must realize that there is nothing wrong with that. Having an issue is a part of life. We all have issues at one time or another. My issue may not be your issue. Your issue may not be my issue. But the bottom line is we both got issues. <laughs> Maybe you have been in a situation and you're trying to figure it out and you needed help. Get the help. What's wrong with saying, I don't know. I need help. It is good to get around a group of people that love you and have your best interests at heart. We know those people that truly love us. Usually those are the people we run from. Why? Because they tell us the truth and they hold us accountable to our actions. Those are the type of people that you want to surround yourself with. Not someone that's going to agree with your foolishness. 
Get around people that's going to help you stay on the straight and narrow. Read the word of God and allow his word to, to minister to your heart and soul. So now if you find yourself in a depressed place and you are a believer, get in the word, especially the Psalms. There's so many Psalms in there about uh, King David uh, and all the things he'd been through in his life, all the turmoil, the family issues, uh, the women issues, so many children, not disciplining his children, a man of war, and how he cried out to the Lord. One thing about King David, he did wrong, he admitted it, he confessed it. He wasn't trying to hide it or run away from it or get away from it. And even when he was confronted by the prophet, he was like, it's me. It's me, oh Lord, it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. But the Psalms will encourage your heart if you find yourself in that state. Whenever you get in this rut, go back to the beginning and ask yourself questions such as, what made me feel this way? Why is the way I feel important? And what can I do to change the outcome? When did it start? Go back to the beginning. Who caused the situation? Or did you cause the situation? Now, if you cause it, I pray that you learn something from it and don't ever go that route again. What can I do about this situation? We can pray unto the Lord. We can seek wise counsel. We can get in this word. We can share our heart with someone to help us to map out a plan. After you have done all you can, then simply just stand on God's word. Hey, God's word will never fail. When you've done all that you can do, you stand. Stand on his word. He tells us he will never leave us nor forsake us. That's his word. And the Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. Do not fear nor be dismayed. So before the experience began, God knew about it. When it happened, God was right there. While you're in it, he's looking right at you, waiting on you to reach out to him. And he's going to get you out of it onto the other side of it. But it's going to take some time. And there's some work that you have to do as well. We can't just sit back and expect God to do everything while we do nothing, that's called superstition. There's work that we must do. When you write down your testimony, it sparks a new fire within you. What is your testimony on today? What has God brought you through? What are you in the middle of right now? Write it down. Look at it. 
God has gotten you through it. He's brought you out of it. There may still be some residue from it. That's okay. It's coming off. Decree and declare is coming off. It's shedding off. I am new. All the old things have passed away and I have become new. Speak the word over your life. Don't stay in a place of regret and defeat when God has the answers you are looking for. We all make bad decisions. We all make mistakes, the wrong choices about things. I pray that you learn something from it and don't ever go back that way again. But all God wants from you is a yes to do it his way, a yes to wait on him, a yes waiting on his timing, a yes to stand on his word and see the salvation of the Lord. Let's look at Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. Let's see what that says. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. It says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But what's the first thing we have to do? Come to him. Stop running from him. Stop hiding from him. Stop joking and jiving. Stop ignoring him. Come to him. God says, come to me with that heavy laden. Come to me with that depression. Come to me with that hurt, that pain, that fear. Come to me and I will give you rest. But we got to move. Then he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Take it on. You got to get in this word. I can't say that enough. Learn God's word. Meditate on God's word because he is gentle and lowly of heart. God is not going to make us do anything. He's not going to force us to do anything, but he will do this. He will give us a nudge. He will knock on our hearts. The Holy Spirit will speak to us in that small, still voice, but he's not going to force us to do anything. He wants us to come to him willingly. Yes, he does, willingly. And when we come to him, God says, I will give your souls rest. Is your soul tormented on today? God is calling you to come to him so he can give your soul rest. You have done it your way long enough. You have tried to do it, but your soul is still in agony. Your soul does not have any rest. God is calling you on today. Come to him and he will give you rest. I know you want to keep them, those burdens, but God has, did not design you to carry them. 
But you know what? There's some work we have to do. Some people have got to go. You've got to separate yourself from some people and you know exactly who they are. People that are speaking the wrong things in your ear, in your life, people that are bringing you down, you have the power and authority within you to separate yourself from them. You can't keep allowing people to create blank spaces in your life. You letting other people connect the dots, fill in the dots and fill in the spaces in your life. That ought not to be. Anything taking up profitable space must go. People are stealing your time. People are stealing your money. People are stealing your mind, your life, your resources. They must go. Be diligent with your time. Check your calendar and give people instructions and let them learn how to ask permission to be in your space. And remember your healing scriptures. Read them over you if you need to. Read the healing scriptures over yourself. You can Google it, healing scriptures. If you don't know where to go in your Bible, Google it. They will pop up just like that. Print it out. You don't have a printer, no problem. Get yourself some English cards and write them out. Get yourself a notebook and put on there healing scriptures, write them out. And every day, confess those scriptures over yourself, over your life, over your body. Speak the word. The word is health to our flesh. Now, here's some work to do. Identify some areas where you have allowed people to create blank spaces in your life. What are those areas? And who are those people? Write those names down. How much time have they stolen from your life? No, how much time have you given them, allowed them in your life? Think of the times you have isolated yourself. Now, how long were you isolated? What new ways can you combat or change this approach? Isolation is no good for no one. God created us to be around people. What stress have you been putting your body under? Those situations that we can't change, what stress have you allowed your body to come under? Stress and depression affects our physical body. Have you been getting enough rest, sleep? Before you go to bed, grab your Bible. The enemy gonna make sure you, you go to sleep real quick because why? He doesn't want you to read the Bible. Instead of uh, watching TV to put you to sleep, how about put some headphones on and let the word of God, put it on audio and let that get in your spirit. 
God promised us sweet sleep, sweet rest. If you're being tormented in your sleep, can't sleep, that's from the devil, the enemy himself. We need our rest. The hurricanes of life change our outlook. We determine if it is for good or bad. We determine if it's for good or for bad. <laughs> but God already said, what does Romans 8, 28 say? All things work together for our good, bad or good. So in other words, according to God's word, it don't matter what we think about the situation one way or another, because God says all things work together for our good. How will you use your storms to help someone else? Oh me, oh my, why has this happened to me? When am I going to get out of this? This ain't never going to change. But it's for your good. God is developing his character in you. God is pulling out all of those negative things in your lives, those bad areas, those things that have that you have allowed to be lodged in your soul and in your mind. He's purging you through those experiences. God is purging you through those experiences. But how will you use what you have been through to help someone else? Or are you just going to keep it to yourself? God got me out of this. I ain't going to tell nobody about this. Mm -mm. Somebody needs your testimony, but you've got to get up and get out of that depression. So what is your plan to get out of that depression? You send depression running instead of you sitting somewhere in a dark room, a dark place in your life and allowing the enemy to continually speak to you. The devil is a liar. Shake yourself once again, rise up and do what God has called you to do. Speak his word over your life. Are you or someone else you know dealing with depression? If so, you follow these steps, but if you still find yourself in that place, seek professional help. And there's nothing wrong with that. Find yourself a mental health professional, a therapist, psychologist, get the help that you need so you can get out of that depression. Do you need help? to get you through these rough seasons. When you are in these rough seasons, write your thoughts down. That would be very helpful to reflect on for when God does bring you out of that place, or it would be very helpful to share with your therapist when you do seek that help to get out of that funk. Depression must go. No, 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 no. We have a life to live. We have others to leave. We have people depending on us. We have people looking at us. Uh, we have people waiting on us. So you can't stay there, my sister. Pick yourself up and let's go. Lord, you are mighty and powerful. We are so thankful that we get to praise you 
We honor your presence in our lives and welcome you into every area of our life. We want nothing closed off to you, Father. Let us open every door, window, crevices of our minds and our hearts, Lord, and share that with you. Let us focus on your goodness and let us not forget your benefits. You are the God of innovation and we command a breakthrough from depression. We command a breakthrough from anxiety and we command a breakthrough from stress. We are your children and you have given us power, authority and dominion. Let us not forget your power and where we are seated in you, which is in heavenly places. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. And I pray that you enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.